You're listening to Average Joe Sports Talk Podcast with your boy Eman. Yo, what is up, everybody? Your boy Eman coming at you. Episodes 80, baby. The stage is set. KC took down the Titans. So let's all forget about the Titans now. And the 49ers did easy work on the Green Bay Packers, sending Aaron Rodgers home for another season and making him fall just short. That's it. 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs for all the gold, baby, for that chip, for that cheddar, for that money. But before I dive into my breakdown of both games last night, the Niners against the Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs against the Titans, and then I'm going to go and hit you and give you my prediction and break down the Super Bowl and tell you who's going to win. Let me tell you something a little about my sponsor, jazzsports.ag. This is the time to hit that jazzsports.ag, make your bets, place your bets more correctly, use my code EMAN150 and get busy. Jazz Sports is your best choice for all well-rounded sportsbook. Have you seen all jazzsports.ag has to offer? With over 20 years experience, this landmark of online sports betting provides action fans with the best odds and player benefits. Interested in low rollover bonuses? Choose between two fantastic premiums with tiny rollover requirements. Watch your favorite games live through the exclusive Jazz TV feature. Unban on your game as it unfolds with top-of-the-line live betting odds. Funding is easy as cashing out. Jazz Sports provides you with the safe and convenient payment options. Use promo code EMAN150 and receive 150% free play bonus to start up your account. Don't forget, Jazz Sports offers high-quality betting lines, true odds, and parlays, same-day payouts, and many other unbeatable action perks. Make the move today. Go to jazzsports.ag now and register your new account. Use promo code EMAN150 and experience online sports betting like never before. Now the stage is set. After all the blood, sweat, and tears, all the injuries, we got two teams battling it out for that championship, for what they play for, for what all these players have been playing for since the age of like seven or eight or five. I forget what Pop Warner starts. For all the marbles, baby. For all the gold. But let's break down the games. Let's see how they got here. As we all know, Kansas City is probably the, it's not as probably, it's it's an offensive joke or not. They are the best offensive team in this playoff. They've been behind both games and this game started just like the way the Titans are starting every game, taking a lead, all right? I mean, Patrick Mahomes proved again why he's the greatest quarterback in this league and why he's the elite, top of the elite class by winning yesterday and having another comeback win. Maybe not as much as he wasn't down as much as he was against the Houston Texans, but when you're down 10 nothing to a team like the Titans with their defense and Mark Henry, that's like a 20-point um that's like a 20-point lead because they're going to grind down that clock, and that's what they did. Um, right now, they the Titans play their game plan. Get in, run the ball, make it uncomfortable for Mahomes, and do what they need to do. Run the ball with, with, um, with Henry, play action pass, and get a quick lead. And then just kind of like play cock, you know, milk that play clock. Unfortunately, the quarterback that they were facing on the other side was not... Lamar Jackson, 
was not a depleted Tom Brady with no receivers. It was Patrick freaking Mahomes, the man. He is the best freaking quarterback in the league. No doubt in just two years, this kid is the elite. He is the Brady and the Peyton Manning all into one because there's, at least when Brady and Manning were playing, they had each other. You compare who was one, who was two. You had that argument. You had that um, reason to kind of like argue about it. Who's better, right? There's no argument now. Everybody else in this league, every quarterback right now that's in this league, that includes Deshaun Watson as much as I like him, Lamar Jackson, all right? Everybody in that little two, three, four years cannot compare to Mahomes. To me, the closest quarterback that we could argue about, and he needs to win another ring so we could put him out there, is Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson is right. The, the guy, he's the next. He's the next guy. He's, he's number two. He's the guy that you could probably put in that conversation and rival or talk to about Mahomes. But Mahomes right now is what he's shown in this playoffs all year long. Last year, he's in a class of his own. He's in a class of his own. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Let's break down the uh, let's break down the numbers here, man. Pretty much, the Chiefs take it down thirty-five to twenty-four, and they shut it down in the second half. They went ahead. They were down ten nothing for this the first quarter, 10 seven, and then they were down seventeen seven. Of course, put up fourteen straight points, put another fourteen points in the fourth quarter. It was over. It was over. Mahomes had a game. He didn't have fifty-three rushing yards and a touchdown. What a great run there, man! When he stayed inbound. And uh, it was the slowest spin move I've ever seen, but it was probably the worst tackling I've ever seen by a team ever when he scored that right before the half. Mahomes threw for 294 yards, three touchdowns. The guy, scram- he, he was out the pocket scrambling like 20 times in this game and generated about 103 passing yards. This is not counting his rushing yards, passing yards. That's what he does. That's what he does. His skill set is made for defenses to make, to drive defenses wild. I don't care how good they are. Damian Williams have 45 rushing yards. And what I like about Damian Williams is that they used him in the passing game, knowing that they would not be able to run the ball. Because Tennessee was going to shut the run down. They were going to shut the run down at all. And you know what? They used Damian Williams' skill set to as a receiver. And look, he had 40. That, those 44 yards and five receptions were very important because it allowed him to move the ball when Tennessee's defense was really, really good after Mahomes was able to figure out. See, that's different with Mahomes and a lot of quarterbacks. It's not just his athletic ability, which he has great ability that I've never seen from a quarterback before, but it's his mental IQ, man, his quarterback IQ. Bro, he figured out the defense when he got down, made the adjustments, because that's the important part. He's a quarterback that made adjustments and changed what he needed to change and then take down the Tennessee Titans. It is what it is. Sammy Watkins had a huge game. Tariq Hill had two touchdowns. They have speedsters. And remember what I said last week when I was breaking down the um, the games and I, and I gave my prediction? I mean, last episode, I think it was Friday when I posted it. It's going to be too much Kansas City wideouts taking off against the Tennessee defense. Tennessee's, defense, Tennessee's only hope was to do what they did, and they did what they always did. 21 out of 31 by Tannehill, 209 yards, two touchdowns. You cannot ask Tannehill to do more than that. Because that's what Tannehill is. He's a borderline game manager. He had a good run. Good luck. Signed him for a long-term deal. It is what it is. And you can't expect anything more than that. 
the other two teams had their issues. The other two, the Baltimore Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs had their issues. And we knew Tannehill needed to pass for more than 100 yards to win this game, and he did. It just wasn't enough. Derrick Henry had a touchdown, but was held to 69 yards, 19 carries. Listen, if you look at the numbers of Henry's game, you're like, hey, that's a good game for a running back because he had a touchdown and 69 yards, right? Well, not in the Derrick Henry way, which is the, the whole offense, right? That's their whole offense, right? They needed to get 30 carries out of Henry like they've done in the last two games, which has generated almost 200 yards per game. They didn't. They did what they were supposed to do, stop their offense, which their offense was Derrick Henry. And you stopped Derrick Henry by only allowing him to get 19 carries and 65 freaking yards, all right? 69 yards, regardless of the touchdown. They made the Tennessee Titans throw the ball, which is the game plan. That's what you do with a team that runs the ball a lot. And credit to the Tennessee Titans. They did what they did. They got busy. They got to the point where they got. They, they, did, they actually overachieved. But unfortunately, the Titans are now 2007, 2008, New York Giants, who took it to the house. Patrick Mahomes is just a beast, man. He's just unbelievable. The more I watch this guy, the more insane. I just, there's, no, I never seen a quarterback like him. I never seen a quarterback make the throws that this guy make on the run, different uh, arm angles. And it's not just so much the arm angles or everything else, it's just the, the length that he does from a sidearm throw. The Tennessee, Tennessee Titans, congrats, but the Kansas City Chiefs are for real. Moving on to the Packers and 49ers. I wasn't surprised at all with the early lead that the uh, 49ers built on to the Packers. Uh, not surprised at all. I, I, as soon as they started the game plan, man, and made Rodgers look uncomfortable in the first offensive series, and then how they, they're able to run the ball, and man, it was just a complete diet. Look, before I break down the damn game, this is my analogy of this game. All right. Number one. Too much defense, no answer for the 49ers run offense. Pretty plain and simple. The Packers got outplayed and outcoached. That's my other point. And I'm going to break and I'm going to dive into each one of them. But my main analogy, this game was like a prime Mike Tyson fight. When Mike Tyson first came on the scene, he would come in, knock the opponent out with a left hook, and a right hook. And most and many and many of the fights, that opponent was defeated before he entered into the ring. A right hook and a left hook, boom, down on the canvas. That's what Mike Tyson used to do. Annihilate individuals. This game, the 49ers right hook was their defense, and their left hook was Raheem Moser. Moser Mostert, who was unstoppable. Unstoppable. The Packers were outplayed, outmen, and outgunned, and outcoached. The Green Bay coaching staff did not adapt or make the necessary adjustments after they got slapped in the mouth going down 14-0. They kept doing the same thing over and over again. Did not change any schemes at all to stop Raheem Mostert or that complete San Francisco 49ers run offense. Because that's what they did. They ran the ball. Their quarterback had a total of six pass attempts in the first half. And for the whole game, Jimmy Garoppolo threw the ball eight freaking times, completed six passes. That's it. That's it. 
Raheem Mostert in the first half had 160 yards and three freaking touchdowns. Had 29 carries for 220 yards and four touchdowns. Debo had the most, had the second most carries, and he's a wide receiver with two. Had 43 rushing yards. That's it. That's it. It was insane. It was just, I'm going to give you the ball, ground and pound. This is like Little Henry because the guy's like 5'11", I think, or 5'8", with 185 yards. Little, little King Henry just maul the, the Packers defense. But the fact is that their coaching staff didn't adjust at all. That tells you the lack of, uh, I guess, of urgency. I don't know what it is. Because they did not make any changes to try to stop that run. That's a problem. Usually, that's what happens and that's how you lose. And this game was over pretty much at the half. Actually, it was over at the second quarter. They stopped every single Aaron Rodgers momentum. Rodgers had a, you know, a decent game. 31 out of 39, 326 passing yards, two touchdowns. He did have those two picks. You know, it was late in the game. The last one, the last one that Sherman intercepted, I think Aaron Rodgers said, fuck it. Let me, let me end my own misery. And with a minute and a half left, let me end this game because I'm tired. I'm getting my ass beat here. That defense is rushing him, knocking him down, um, forcing him to do, really be uncomfortable. Aaron Rodgers was so uncomfortable, it's not even funny. Right? It was so uncomfortable throughout this game that it was not even funny. It was a complete annihilation. I mean, what can you, and you know, God bless his soul, man. He, he did as much as he could. He has some time. He just doesn't have. After Devontae Adams, who's an animal, he, they really don't have any more receivers. All right. Aaron Jones did what he did. Actually had a better game than Dalvin Cook. So credit to Aaron Jones because he had more than 50 yards rushing and a touchdown. It's just a superior defense and run offense that just ran all over the Packers. Is, it is insane. The only story of this game is pretty much Raheem Mostert. Let me tell you how bad this was. Kittle had one, had actually one target and one reception for 20 yards. Done. It was all Raheem Mostert. That was the offense. That was the game plan by Kyle Shanahan. And then why not? That's what they did all year long. That was their offense based. And this game is really not a lot to talk about because two things happened. The defense rushed, made it uncomfortable for Aaron. And then the 49ers ran the ball. No, excuse me. Raheem Mostert ran the ball because he had all the carries. He had 21, 29 carries. I'm sorry. This is truly an unbelievable defense that resembles the Legion of Boom. And I say that because I know Richard, Sher- Richard Sherman is there and was part of that team to beat the Super Bowl. And it's insane. It was such a, a game that was early. So It was done so early. I'm telling you. It was a prime Mike Tyson fight where the, where the um, opponent stepped into the ring and before he even set foot over those ropes in his head, he was like, damn, I'm going to lose. I'm going to get knocked the F out. And the Green Bay Packers had that mentality before the game started and they were knocked out by the second quarter, by the half. It was 27 to nothing. Boom, done. That's the equivalent of like a round or two. Now, Let's get to the nitty-gritty, baby. The Super Bowl. The best quarterback in the game with the best offense against the best defense in the league. Two completely different offensive schemes here. One is just trick plays. Run it. Everybody everybody just send wideouts out there. Best quarterback that could do everything, that can make every throw. 
can you know can dissect defenses, man. Can they have they make you change a game, and then you got the defense that stop quarterbacks like him. And the 49ers against the Kansas City Chiefs. Those, that's the de- if somebody's gonna stop Mahomes, it would be the 49ers defense. All right, and that coaching staff, because they have real sharp guys. But if somebody's gonna break down this offense, which we've seen it get get uh exposed, you know, Drew Brees did it against them. They put up like what 42 points, something like that. It is possible with the right quarterback and the right game plan and the right players. To me, Kansas City has the right players. And for damn sure, has the best quarterback. Now, on the other hand, traditionally, great defenses have shut down great offenses. Lead you to boom, the most recent example. All right. That year, Peyton Manning had an unbelievable year, comeback year, broke all sorts of passing records and touchdowns for the regular season and everything else and their mother and their wide receivers. Boom. Seattle. Legion of Boom, Richard Sherman, man. I think it was his first, second year in the league. This, they were laying down hits. They made Manning uncomfortable. 2008 Super Bowl, 2007 Giants had a really, really good defense. Not as elite as the 49ers, but it was a real, really, really good defense. Top five. Stuffed down one of the greatest offenses in an undefeated Patriot team with Randy Moss in the Super Bowl. All right, they had Gronk. Aaron Hernandez, by the way, check out that Netflix Aaron Hernandez uh, documentary. It was insane. It's going to blow you out. Sorry to segue. Randy Moss. Did Randy Moss was in that team at that time? Yeah, he was. It is just insane. You understand that you have two juggernauts who specialize on different varies. They score points in different ways. But here were I think, and I don't think, I'm going to go out there, hot take. To me, Kansas City is going to win. Kansas City will use the running backs just like they did in this past game and the passing game. All right, Williams can catch it, and he did. He had a few receptions on here. He even uh, he had five receptions, and he'll run it occasionally to get the first down. That's how they're going to use the running backs because they'll put an extra receiver out there in order to check down and kind of keep that defense honest. And Mahomes is very mobile. He's not a Lamar Jackson mobile, but you notice he's going to rush for 50 yards to do what he needs to do, get that first down. But his mobility, when it hurts a defense, is not because he's taking off to run for a first down. It's when he takes off, scrambles one way, makes a throw the other way on the run, and catches Tariq Hill for 20 yards, or Kelsey for 15 yards or any of those other speedsters in Hardman and Demarcus Robinson. That's the difference. The Niners will definitely need to throw the ball more than eight times. And I know it's going to be a different game plan because I don't think it's going to be this vanilla or plain of just give the ball to Mostert, Coleman, or Breida. Yes, they will try to run the ball in order to slow the game down, but Jimmy G is going to have to throw the ball at least 15 to 20 times. And he can. We've seen him go on a shootout. But that's the game plan for Kansas City. The difference with Kansas City's game plan and defense from the Packers is that they shut down Derrick Henry, and I think they could do the same. And shutting down the 49ers' run offense will be allowing probably 100 rushing yards. 
and then let the rest of the game have Jimmy G try to beat you with his arm. Jimmy G is capable. We've seen games like it. But I think the combination of the offense, and that's what they want to do. They want to force Jimmy G to throw the ball because they want to force a shootout. And I think they're going to try to take a shot early on. One thing about Kansas City, they cannot go down like they did to the Tennessee Titans and the um, and the Houston Texans. They cannot let San Francisco get a lead, even if it's a 10-point lead, because that'll be almost an equivalent of 20 points, because that defense is not going to let up. And they got they got real, they, they, their defensive coordinator is nasty, and he's going to adjust and adapt as the game goes on. That's the difference between the other, the other, uh, the other coaches. Now, the coaches have a, uh, that Kyle Shanahan has is, is elite. But I think the game plan, and, and not I think, I think what they need to do is get out the gates and go deep, quick. Because, man, if you fall behind with this San Francisco defense, it's going to be a long night. But I think Kansas City is going to pull this off because they have the best quarterback in the game. When you have the best player in the game and he has tools around him, I think there's no way to be stopped. Uh, it's going to be a pretty close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout at all. I don't think it's going to be a blowout at all by any chance. Um, <clears throat> right now, I think the over and under is 52 and a half. I would definitely take the over. The Chiefs are minus one and a half in the spread. And honestly, I think my prediction is going to be 30 to 24. Kansas City. It's going to be close throughout. That's my prediction, 30 to 24. You're right here, folks. Kansas City wins the Super Bowl, 30 to 24. They beat the, they, they cover the spread, and I'm taking the over. It is what it is. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I appreciate you all. I'm actually going to be very busy the next week and a half, so I'm probably not going to uh, publish another episode, probably another week and a half, because I got some conference I got to go to from my job and, and, uh, you know, I got my kid's birthday coming on. So we're going to be doing some traveling uh, for the family. You know, my, my Disney passes are coming up. They're about to expire next month. I want to take a couple of Disney trips before they expired. But also I got a conference in Orlando, mind you. So I'm going to be at Disney at that time too, bringing the family to the conference. And then uh, I'll be back and I'm probably going to publish an episode uh, right after the Super Bowl. So, or maybe before that. But I've given you a lot of contact the last three weeks. Uh, and once again, I appreciate every single listener, new and old, and my originals. And it is what it is, my man. This is your boy E-Man signing out. Peace. Oh.